0: You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks Podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch you every weekday afternoon from one to four on 1037TheBuzz and 1037TheBuzz.com. We're gonna have Tara Talmage of the Picture All Nation and the SEC Network. Joining us on the podcast to talk about Razorback football and the fact that it's happening again this weekend. And uh, I must apologize for not having a podcast over the past few days. I had some technical difficulties, kind of annoying, but I had to order a new part for the microphone and it just came in today. So I apologize because I was like really bummed about. It. I was like I could just record it from my phone, but it would sound like crap. And I don't know. I'm all about the the best of quality, obviously here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. So I apologize. So we're going to kind of recap the Rice game by also looking forward to the Texas game at this point in time uh, before we're joined by Tara Talmadge. And, you know, folks, it it was a it was a game of a tale of two halves against Rice. First half was crap. Second half was better. Arkansas in the final quarter and a half of the game outscored Rice 31-7. And I guess they technically did that in the whole half, but still 31 points essentially unanswered is what Arkansas did. And Uh, They finally imposed their will on the Rice Owls and got out of there with a victory, which is the most important thing, and really that's all that matters. So I'm actually more optimistic now than I was before. I felt that what I saw on Saturday against Rice was a team that when they got down, they didn't get out. When things were going bad, they didn't freak out. They didn't lose their minds. They didn't start saying, oh, my gosh, the sky is falling. We're we're just rolling over and dying because we're – We're never going to come back out of this. I saw a team that fought back. I saw a team that didn't give up. That still believed in themselves. Believed in the coaching staff. Believed that they could still win. And they went out. And they won. That makes me more reassured of this team being competitive throughout the rest of the season. Because if Arkansas just would have gone in and blown out Rice. Of course we all would have taken it. And maybe would have felt different about Texas. But... If they get down against Texas and they would have blown out Rice, Arkansas may not have been good enough to overcome that. They may not have been good enough to, or maybe Texas was better than Arkansas to where they would not be able to make a comeback like they did against Rice. But the fact that they did do that against Rice is and should be a nice little lesson to them that, hey, even when things aren't going well, even when things are down, Even when you can't get the offense going, uh, your special teams are having some gaps, whatever it is, you can still come back. You can still win. You can still make the changes and adjustments necessary to be victorious at the end of the day. And Arkansas did that against Rice. And to me, I'd rather see that happen than see a blowout. Because at the end of the day, you still get wins. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But I'd rather see a team go out and fight through adversity and come out on the other side victorious against a team like Rice than do blowout city against Rice, heading into Texas, feeling themselves, feeling big time, and then just roll over and get beat because they thought that they could just walk in and do the same things that they uh, have been doing against other teams previously. Like, that didn't happen and that wouldn't happen and it shouldn't happen. Arkansas fought back, they righted the wrongs, and they won. So now against Texas, coming up this weekend, which is going to be the biggest game by far of any Razorback football game that they've had in years, maybe even a decade. This is now a time where you got it out of your system. You got to the point to where, hey, when we were out, we came back, we won, we screwed up, we messed up, we made mistakes. We know what we need to do now. And when Texas comes to town, we know we can't take anybody for granted. We can't be feeling ourselves too much. We have a lot of work to do. Let's make it right against Texas. I'm feeling more encouraged than ever. Some of you may think I'm crazy, and that's fine. Nothing new. But I'm telling you, that's something you should want to see as a Razorback fan. That's something you should need to see as a Razorback fan. Where this is the biggest difference between what previous years at Arkansas football was about. It's about making the right choices, making the right adjustments, and winning games at all costs. Never getting down on on yourself or anything, winning the game. And this weekend against Texas, I hope Arkansas puts together four quarters. I hope that they go out and blow them out, and it's just not even close. I hope all of that happens. I hope that it's not even a – thing that computes with anybody as far as Arkansas just putting it to the Longhorns and putting their stamp on this season and saying we are better than everybody and we're going to go out and win like I hope that that happens but I'd like to think I'm a little more realistic I think Arkansas is going to win but I don't think it's going to be easy and here's the biggest thing if Arkansas is down at halftime to Texas 7 points, 10 points, 14 points, whatever. If they're still within striking distance of Texas in the second half, especially at halftime, I'm not worried. I'm not concerned. Because I know the team is capable of overcoming those obstacles. It was the same thing in basketball these past few years, especially with Eric Musselman, where the team doesn't look good. They struggle in the first half, whatever it may be. But then they come out and they win the second half. They finish strong, and they get the victory. It happened in baseball, too. This football team's not going to be any different. It's going to be the same thing. And that's why I believe they're going to win this weekend, and that's why I believe that they're going to win a lot of games this year. Because they're mentally tough, they're capable, they're coachable, and they believe in themselves and what they're trying to do. I cannot wait for Texas on Saturday. It's going to be wild. We'll I have Tara Talmadge of the Patreon Nation here in just a second. But first, it's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are getting back to the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. This season, get all updated odds and props and contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest, the world's largest two-hundred-thousand-dollar NFL Survivor contest, up now at online If you head to the website right now or use your mobile device to sign up today, you receive a hundred percent welcome bonus using promo code. Locked on. That's right. Pomer code locked on. One hundred percent welcome bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of the great offers available for the twenty twenty one season at BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts.
0: You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.
1: We'll be joined by Tara Talmage of the Pictorial Nation here in just a second. But first, did you know that eighty-five percent of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? I mean, the game's rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have the tools and more time, and you don't really stand a chance. Introducing this newest thing called Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that allows to put the player in control and winning within reach. You name your stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time, and no one does that. You are in control. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. If you go to StatHero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. So go to StatHero.com slash locked on. That's StatHero.com slash locked on. Right now let's go to the phone lines. Welcome in Tara Talmadge of the Pig Trail Nation as well as the SEC Network to talk a little bit about Arkansas and Texas this weekend. Tara, as always, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon?
0: good i'm excited
1: for this weekend yeah i think most people would probably share that excitement with you Uh, (laughs) i think that there's a few people hyped up about this game and uh obviously you know you're up there in northwest arkansas what's the vibe like right now i mean is it you can you just feel kind of the energy going on in the air right now everyone getting ready for saturday
0: i mean most of the people, if you just, like, run into someone or you're just casually having a conversation with anyone, yeah, the game definitely gets brought up. Everyone's trying to make plans and figure out what they're doing for it because, honestly, I don't I don't think you can get any tickets anywhere anymore either. So, like, there's always those conversations going on as well. Plus, I know everyone's really excited about SEC Nation being up here, and um, it's going to be fun.
2: Tara, you worked the Rice game, and uh, it started out a bit slow, but Razorbacks were able to, to come through. How quickly was that page turn when that Rice game was over and the focus was on Texas?
0: Um, I mean, I think obviously like it would be different if they won the game in a different way. I would say that I think they have like a 24-hour rule or something like that. But I'm pretty sure with the way that that game went, like, yes, they're excited to get it under their belt, but they knew that there was a lot of work to be done before they played Texas this weekend. So I would say they turned that page pretty quickly in order to get where they need to be for this weekend.
1: So did anything from that Rice game, though, make you feel any differently going into this Texas game than what you did before the game? Because obviously Arkansas won, and we know the first half was tough, and the second half was much better, but... As far as did it change your feelings on this expectation for the season or even the expectation up against Texas this weekend?
0: Um, I wouldn't say it changes my expectation. Uh, obviously it would have been a lot more comforting for everyone, I'm sure, to see them put on a better performance than they did. But at the end of the day, like Santa said, no apologies. They won the game. So that's what matters. Plus, they did make improvements in that second half. It's just there's certain things that I think we all want to see. Uh, you know, it, it it was great to see the defense perform the way they did. You know, the picks and Jalen Catalan being Jalen Catalan was great. Uh, I still want to see the accuracy from K.J. Jefferson downfield. We saw a couple of like short passes, which is fine, but you're not going to be able to do that all season. So that's not just on him, though. He needs some pass protection, and, and he also needs some guys to actually make the catches just because there were several drops in that game that were just very uncharacteristic. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot to build on. It doesn't change the expectations so the expectation is for Arkansas to win this game.
2: Were, were there any players that stood out from that game against Rice that you need to see more from? You talked about wanting to see better accuracy from KJ, but anybody else that stands out that you want to you you know that they're better than maybe what they performed in that game?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest one is Traylon Burks. Um, that was not a good performance from him, and he knows it. At the same time, He's also been dealing with a lower leg injury, and so we don't really know the full extent of what he's been going through over the past several weeks and how much practice he missed and what he was going through in terms of rehabilitation. So uh, it's good that he got out there and hopefully got some of the rust off. You know, he's he's getting back into the rhythm of things and practice. He's still in a green no-contact jersey at practice. Um, but hopefully he is ready to go against Texas because they're going to need him. Obviously, he's one of the best receivers in the country, so Arkansas needs him to be 100%.
1: You know, Tara, obviously with this game coming up against Texas, we got one game in from both teams. We got a chance to see what Arkansas is. We got a chance to see what Texas is, and obviously both teams uh, are looking to improve from game one to game two. But if Arkansas is going to win this game, because Texas is the favorite, Texas has the talent, they have you know, all the accolades to go on. I think they're 15th ranked right now. What is Arkansas going to have to do to win this game? Is it obviously worrying about what they do, but what are some of the things that maybe Texas we're gonna, is going to try to do that Arkansas needs to prevent? Well, if you're
0: talking about Texas, I mean, John Robinson is a beast for them. Uh, he, he is by far in my opinion the biggest offensive weapon that the Longhorns have and so I mean he was like big 12 offensive player of the week or something because of his showing against Louisiana so that's the guy that they've got to try to contain at the same time you've got a a young quarterback in Hudson Card and I don't know if this experience D line for Arkansas can be disruptive and if you can have guys like Jalen Catalan really, you know, kind of throw him off his game a little bit. Um, so those are those are two guys that I would say for the Texas team that Arkansas should really be aware of and, and they could make a impression without it in disrupting the two of those guys. Um as for Arkansas themselves, I think they just need to focus on what they do because they, they have the talent there. We just need to see some more of it. Uh, we, we know that they've got a lot of experience. Uh, I'm just hoping that it all shines against Texas.
2: And, and you talked about K.J. throwing the ball, but would you like to see more RPOs where maybe he has the option of getting out and doing what he does best? where he can run the ball and, and it's there, but also it opens it up for being able to throw the ball downfield.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we would all love to see that, especially, I mean, Sam Pittman and, and Kendall Briles want that. They wanted a dual threat quarterback and that's what KJ Jefferson is, is looking to be. And we saw that, I mean, the kid's got some wheels <laughs> for, for his size. He took off and um, it's, it, it's impressive to see. I mean, he's also probably a, a pretty difficult guy to take down because of his size as well. So I, w- I would love for them to integrate that more um, into their offense this weekend.
1: We'll continue our discussion with Tara Talmadge here in just a second. First, I got to tell you about built bar and now it's the best tasting protein bar ever. That's right. Ever. They have nine dishes, delicious flavors to choose from. And the best thing about them is they're healthy and tasty. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs with different flavors to choose from. And right now, if you go to builtbar.com and use promo code lock 15, you'll get 15% off your first order. That's right. 15% off your first order using lock 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com.
0: Locked on Razorbacks, your
1: daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. We with Tara Talmage of the Pig Nation and the SEC Network here on Out of Bounds. Tara, uh, you know this, and you've seen it not only from when it was happening in baseball, but also in basketball. There is a very strong disdain from Arkansas Razorback fans mm-hmm. towards Texas Longhorn fans and towards the Texas yeah. programs in general. Uh, you're from the state of Texas and have i you, knew
0: this was coming i know like i said this is
1: this is why we do that show prep thing for you so if since you're from the state of texas like and you're now here in arkansas has there have you felt anything or has anyone looked at you like oh texas huh like is there an element of that since you've arrived in arkansas and also what do you make of the disdain that Razorback fans have for texas longhorns and really every team in the state of texas i mean well so i i fully
0: understand the disdain for texas i think a lot of, honestly, teams across the country. Like, it's a thing to love to hate the Texas Longhorns. I get it. Um, I didn't go to UT or anything. Majority of my family, I will say, went to Texas A&M. And I get the disdain for Texas A&M as well. So um, I, I haven't received any type of, you know, hate because I'm from Texas at all uh i i will say when i first moved here there were plenty of questions like hi nice to meet you by the way are you a texas fan <laughs> 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 so we got that out of the way i think so we're all good
2: so with most of your family going to a&m did you have a disdain <laughs> from their side of it because we know how much a&m hates texas
0: yeah uh th- that is very true yeah a lot of a lot of them hate hate texas and uh i mean it's it's just funny because i i again i never went there but i i had a lot of friends who went to texas and uh also it's just like like kind of the thing that we were talking about last week with with students wanting to rush the field if arkansas beats texas it blows my mind how many people were totally against it but it was because People are like, oh, Texas doesn't deserve to have us be that excited about <laughs> a win over the Longhorns. So that just kind of goes to show you how much like hate everyone has for the Longhorns to the point where it's like, they're not even worth our time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's what I've enjoyed, too, is because you've seen an older generation of people try to instill a hatred of something to the younger generation of people that really yeah. don't know much about it because it's not there. but. I feel like, Tara, with the, obviously this Texas game this weekend, but the fact that Texas is going to be joining the SEC here soon, we don't know exactly mm-hmm. what year, but here soon, I feel like uh, yeah. you're, you're going to start to see a lot more of the younger generation of Razorback fans, too, develop that because it was the same thing with A&M. Once you started playing them again more frequently, it, like, reopened wounds and people started seeing, okay, now I understand why you hated these people. I understand why you had oh, this disdain. I get it's going to just develop over time.
0: Oh, Absolutely. Uh, I I fully agree with that. Because I think, you know, prior to this season, if you asked a lot of the players on the team, they'd tell you that maybe LSU or even Texas A&M are are their biggest rival. But now with Texas potentially, well, eventually joining the SEC, I think that definitely um, puts this on a different level, this game this weekend. And so also – I mean, it, if you ask any of the older generation, like you mentioned, and I work with Mike Irwin all the time, and I hear all of the <laughs> stories about Texas and how much he hates all the fan base and he hates all the different things, and I'm, I'm sure that we're going to hear all of the, we'll see all of the horns down this weekend.
2: Tara, it's been a long time since the Razorbacks have had a sellout crowd, and this game has already sold out. So, from the atmosphere and the fans, the tailgating, all the buildup, this game, it just becomes even bigger from that standpoint.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, this is going to be the biggest crowd, I think, in, oh, I don't know, I think it was, like, the first sellout in, what, like, seven years or something? Um, I'm stoked. Like, this is going to be so cool. I'm I'm excited for the tailgating. I'm excited for... Just the the feeling that's gonna be around Fayetteville of just like seeing all of the Arkansas gear everyone has it on all day. And hopefully, a big celebration that night as well.
1: Yeah, have you? I'm just out of curiosity because I don't I don't remember exactly when you started in Fayetteville, but have you ever seen like a sold out Razorback football stadium? Because I feel like it's been a minute. No,
0: I haven't, and it's been one of those things. So I my first football season here was the final season of Brett Bielema and then it you know we'll 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 skip over that other part and then here we are so yeah um I have yet to see a full Razorback Stadium and this one's going to be fun I think they're doing like a stripe out with fans uh in the stands and that's going to be really cool plus it's a night game which makes it even more awesome
2: So with your timeline here, you haven't had many chances to get out and celebrate big wins, but uh, what are some of the favorite spots to get out and celebrate some wins?
0: Oh, I mean, there's there's plenty of it. I would assume most people just head over to Dixon Street. Um, That's that's the the big hot spot. Plus, I mean, that's where my office is, so it's easy to walk down. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's probably where I would think most people will go. I assume that Honestly, probably win or lose. That place
1: is probably going to be packed, So, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's one of those uh, win or lose, we booze type of situations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, either way, it's going to be a party uh, down there for sure. But, uh, you know, Tara, as far as the game goes, what do you expect to happen? I mean, do you expect Arkansas to win this game? Do you think Texas is going to win? Uh, I mean, what do you expect to happen on the field Saturday? Uh,
0: well, I uh... I mean, I expect this to be a close game for sure. I think that first game is so hard to judge for both teams because, in my opinion, a lot of the biggest improvements for teams come from week one to week two. There are certain things that each team needs to improve on, and I, just, I really do believe in the talent that Arkansas has and the coaching staff that they have as well. I think that they are more than capable of beating Texas, so that's what I'm hoping happens.
2: Terrell, something that's been a hot topic here lately is the targeting rule and players getting ejected, and Arkansas was affected by this by having Hayden Henry coming into the game. He was already out for a half. Then you had Grant Morgan and then Bumper Pool, and now Bumper Pool is going to be out for the first half of the game against Texas. Yeah. Um, I mean, the
0: the targeting thing in general is just getting – Kind of out of hand. I mean, you watch that Ole Miss game, and what was it, like four targeting calls in the first half? It's just like, it's ridiculous. And I don't think the coaches can really say it to this extent, but like, it's every time it's always on the defensive player. And I don't know, it's just, it's got, it's got to be incredibly hard for anyone to make a clean tackle nowadays. And uh, there, there's so much to that rule, though, which I won't you know, bend y'all's ear about. But at the same time, it's hurting teams. And I think it's hurting the game as well a little bit. But without Grant, well, Grant Morgan's actually going to be back for this game because he sat out pretty much the entire game against Rice. Zomber is going to miss that first half um hayden henry will be there andrew parker really stepped up for arkansas which was exciting to see because they've been talking about the depth at linebackers so it's it's good to know that he is a a guy who's fully capable and uh there really isn't a huge drop off at the same time Bumper pool and grant morgan are your dynamic duo right there you need them on the field
1: well, Tara, as far as your weekend plans, I know you're going to be, you know, working and all that stuff. But, I mean, is yeah. what, what's all going what, – like, are you going to have any time to enjoy and just, like, take in the atmosphere? Because I know you guys are going to be doing pregame shows and all that stuff. But do you at least get to have yes. some sort of time to be able to enjoy the moment a little bit?
0: You know, that is one of the things, though. Because the game is at 6, it'll actually give us a little time after our show from 10 to 11 to to walk around. I'm not sure how many people are going to be out at that point, but I would assume plenty. So I'm, I might be popping by some tailgates or just you know hanging out around that Hogtown area, just just roaming to see you know the environment. But yeah, once it gets to close to game time, that's. <laughs> That's over, and we're going back to
1: work. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, just uh, as I told you before, make sure you come by the tailgate in Lot 44 that's going to have the upside-down Texas flag, uh, you know, because that's possible, and a a Bush light flag. So you're going to have to come by that one. Uh, Well, I was
0: about to say you probably won't be the only one with
1: a horns down flag. <laughs> you know, probably not, but I feel like we may be one of the few with a bush light flag up there too. So that—that uh, that I
0: would, yeah, you're probably the only one with
1: that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, well, Tara, we appreciate you coming on as always. Enjoy the weekend. It's going to be a great weekend. I know up in Fayetteville, enjoy it, and hopefully, we're catching up with you next week talking about a win. Sounds great. Hope
0: so, guys.